Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal-coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. So many different people to thank. And folks, please support them. I wouldn't be able to pull off a broadcast like this. I have an incredible uh, coverage like this. If not for some of our fantastic sponsors, keep the program going. Again, like the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Jim and the staff, delicious Polish food. I can't wait to eat there once I return to the United States. Stop in at the Coesed Inn. And also, don't forget, uh, Sweet 16 March Madness is taken off at End Zone Sports Pub. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see Dana. Don't forget, karaoke Friday, Saturday night, start at 8.30. Clean, family-friendly, nice crowd. I'm going to be drinking there when I get back and having some delicious uh, appetizers. It's End Zone Sports Pub. And, folks, I also want to uh, thank again Paul Manville, John the Roofer, 1-866-906-ROOF. I could have used the big guy on this trip <laughs> without question. Uh, as things continue to get dicier. Now, I want to bring you up to speed. Now, what we're going to do a little bit today as you're hearing this is uh, I am on the move, and so we're going to use some of this time to uh, get everybody up to speed on some of the guests we've had, some of the programming. So as you're hearing some of this, there's, uh, whenever you're on this type of um, this type of excursion, so to speak, there, there's going to be um, you, you, you have to factor in time for travel days and sometimes things happen during the course of when you would normally be on the air. And so I, I hope people would just be patient, understanding if in fact you hear a segment and you say, well, wait a minute, I, I already heard that. Just understand that due to the nature of situation that I'm in and so forth, that some of it, sometimes we're going to make sure everybody catches some of it, but some of it could just play into the element of travel. But, um, but this is big. Biden says U.S. would, quote, respond to Russia if Putin uses chemical or biological weapons. So President Biden said NATO would respond in kind if they use weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine. Folks, this is big because there has been this business where President Biden kept saying we're going to defend every inch of NATO territory. But as people know, or maybe that you don't realize that one of the reasons why uh, Putin got so aggressive in going after Ukraine was because, in fact, they kept saying that they, they wanted to join NATO. And so, um, and then as a result of that is when he put the troops on the border, uh, Biden said, we will respond if he uses it. The nature of the response depends on the nature of the use. And Biden also said, support an effort to expel Russia from the G20 group of economies. Folks, I, they can't do enough things to them. This has to, he has to be stopped. And I understand some of the things I hear, what about our country? What You, you, you don't get it. Like th this evil threat where someone just decides, you know what, I'm just going to invade. And I'm going to use force. And I'm going to take land. 
in thuggery and force and bombing and killing people. It, it can't stand. You know, we, we haven't had something like this in quite some time, and, and in a long time, and it has to end. And it's got to end with this, and now is the time to, to end it. And I understand, you know, there's bad characters in the world, and people want to talk about things that are going on in China and so forth, um, and, and in, in, in different parts of the world, and some of the things that have happened in Syria. But, you know, th this could impact all of Europe. And Putin has lost his mind, and he's evil. And it's as simple as that. I don't think it's complicated. Some people think it is. Biden said that NATO would respond in kind if they use weapons of mass destruction. What else? We'll respond if he uses it. So, you know, call his bluff. They have to start standing up to him. This is ridiculous. He's calling all the shots. All of this business of, you know, they don't want to do anything to escalate it. What, what more do you need? He's bombing a country. He wants to move in there. He wants to just pummel the place. All kind of uh, atrocities are taking place. This has to end. And it's got to end immediately. And it's bad. And, and they're, they're, I'm glad there's pushback on certain people that have been falling for this false, fake propaganda from Russia and China. And I will repeat, Ukraine does not have nuclear weapons. If they have nuclear weapons, then they're violating the Budapest pact that was signed in 1994. And I also want to repeat, if they have nuclear weapons, why didn't President Trump do something about it? You know why he didn't do anything about it? Because they don't have them. It's all false. It's all lies. And you're going to do yourself a big favor if you will stop repeating these ridiculous lies that have already been disproven. Some people, I know it's nerve-wracking, and I know people want to go in the bunker, and they're not sure what to make of all of this. It's actually very simple. You know, Zelensky is the good guy. I don't care where he was before this, and I don't care where he's going after it. Right now, they completely misjudged him. Our intelligence misjudged him. You know, you go back in February, and President Biden said it would be a small incursion. It doesn't seem like a small incursion. It's these bombing parts and cities to pummeling them and just bringing down the hammer. President Biden also, and our intelligence, they misjudged the Ukrainian military, Zelensky, and their willingness to fight. And they are fighting. So I, I can't stress that enough. This whole thing, right now, the world, the world has to step up to him. And I, I'm sorry, I, I don't have sympathy for the Russian people. I don't. And I know it's unfair. But, you know, we, we're talking about the Ukrainian people are being killed. Their homes and businesses are being destroyed. I'm sorry if some Russian violin player is being snubbed at the symphony. He doesn't have my sympathy. Oh, is that not fear? You know what's not fear? The fact that Putin is demolishing the country next to him and then threatening to use nuclear weapons on the rest of the world. Let's put this in perspective. And this is not the same as the Japanese in internment camps in the Second World War. That was, you know, we were caught off guard by Pearl Harbor. There, there were Japanese spies that were in the United States. No one's proud of that, but they certainly weren't killed. No, it was, it was a, a dark part of our history, but it pales in comparison to what was going on. It also pales in comparison to what the Japanese did to the American soldiers. No one was worse during, during World War II than what the Japanese soldiers did to the Americans. So I... I you know, spare me that some of them, the Americans had to go into internment camps and they emerged alive and they were fed and nothing compared to no, no country was worse than prisoners of war than Jap what the Japanese soldiers did to the Americans, far worse than what the Germans did or anyone else. So never forget that. Or I know people don't want to highlight that. Listen, Biden was slow on this. No, no argument from me on that. But now the rest of the world is stepping up. Folks, look at what's happened. The, the world is stepping up against Putin. That's not a bad thing. It would be a bad thing if no one was doing anything. You know, today Ukraine, tomorrow could be the Baltic states, the next day could be Finland, and the day after that could be Poland. Listen, this is a threat. And I fully recognize for the past 20 years, we've been fo focused on Islamic terrorism, uh, first, it was Al-Qaeda and then ISIS. I fully get that. And again, Mitt Romney, 
in that debate in 2012 with President Obama was 100% right when he said, no, Russia is the enemy. You've got to watch them. Romney, to his credit, knew. He did see it. Uh, Obama was wrong. Obama was wrong. And during Obama and Biden, Putin felt enabled and started to, you know, he took, he took Crimea. And then it was the five day, before that it was the five day war in Georgia. But the fact is, folks, it's where we land right now. March of 2022. Get on board the train. I, I don't understand these people. They're so reluctant. Um, it, what, what are people supposed to do? You know, I, I, I mean, people are upset that people are posting Ukrainian flags or hanging them. I, I don't know. It's a sign of support, right? After 9-11, when um, our European allies all over the world, people are saying, you know, today we're all Americans. What, 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 what do you expect people to do? Why does that bother people so much? What do you care? Then don't put it up. I don't want to see Zelensky treated as a hero. He's staying and fighting. That's the most courageous thing I've seen. He has, he has redeemed my faith in leadership compared to some of the complete clown show that we've had in this country. So if Zelensky's going to be the leader, then he's going to be the leader. But all of these people, I want to focus on our country. What about our border? And wake up. Stop believing the foolishness. Get in the game. This, is, this has to be stopped and stopped now. And we need to give them the uh, equipment that they need and weapons in order to fight him. You have a willing army, the Ukrainian military, and a willing president. Let him beat Putin, period. End of story. No further discussions. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by State Towing Service, Auto Sales and Repair, my friend Michael Salvatore, 24-hour towing. If you're a business owner, if you have some nitwits parking in your parking lot, call them, 401-331-0925. State Towing Service, the best, 380 Valley Street in Providence. Folks, it is the John DePietro Show. Again, if you're hearing this, please be flexible. A little bit of a travel Friday. So we're going to be in and out of the broadcast. You may hear a segment that you've heard in the past. I'm just asking you. To be flexible, I wouldn't be uh, running this, um, and you wouldn't be hearing this if it wasn't important. All right, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Visit our website, DePietro.com. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Check them out on the website, DePietro.com. The Coesed Inn, or Rhode Island tradition, since 1977. Located 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner, or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them, and gift certificates are available. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. Wherever we're in the world we are, on AM 1380, 99.9, I always listen online, at the website, DePietro.com. Joining me right now, Joins us each week. She is an independent opinion maker, columnist, one of my siblings. It is Donna Perry. DJ, we begin week three now in Eastern Europe. Yes. And uh, no no end in sight. I'm trying to figure out, do I stay for the drink? Stay at least till I meet Zelensky. But um, there's a lot of different facets to this. And I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, starting off with, uh, by all accounts, um, as much as now, there's obviously a lot of, um, you know, pressure in the, the Biden administration to try to turn things up. I, I, I think, and it's not too soon, but it's it's pretty fair to say that uh, on this, um, you know, we, we do they're doing a lot of catch up. They're doing a lot yep, of reacting. Right. And, um, and and I'm not going to praise Putin, but, you know, you can really see where Team Biden made mistakes where he was you know, drawing lines in the sand. We're not going to put American troops in there. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to get into a full confrontation with Russia. Uh, Wall Street Journal, a good piece that, you know, sadly, in some ways, maybe unwittingly, but that that was like a green light for Putin. Absolutely. And uh, as we get into this, let me just say with you thousands of miles away, JD, I know, you know, as a sibling, I very carefully follow all your travels and uh, try not to be nervous. You are right in the thick of it. And I just want to say, and you are doing unbelievable uh, award-winning coverage. And I hope all your listeners can appreciate that. Not easy. uh, And it's just great. And you're bringing it right 
you know, really to New England for folks. Um, I would say that this is a pivotal week, not only in the war, where is the trajectory going, but this is a pivotal week for Biden, John, and I would argue possibly as he's going to NATO and then he's going to go right to your back door. He's going to be in Poland. Um, I would say it's a pivotal week for his presidency because it could go either way. And as you've said, I mean, I think up to now, there is just this message with the way they project, the way that just this kind of hesitancy, reluctance, um, and, you know, not stellar U.S. leadership that people saw, as we've, you know, long talked about in other conflicts, and, you know, not Winston Churchill category of saying, you know, hey, guys, drop the script. And I, I feel like that's a lot of what the way they come across, John, like his, especially more of some of his team, like, you know, yeah. they had all these very technical calculations, which is what they do. I understand that. That's modern. You know, they talk about risk-benefit analysis. There comes a moment. This is what's happening. You know, you might have to drop the script, guys. Like, this is whatever you foresaw. By the way, a lot of questions about what was U.S. intelligence and was it wrong? And if they didn't project how it would go. But this is the moment now. And I think this is a very pivotal week for this president because, it, you know, again, he needs to project something, in my view, that's stronger and, John, more resolute. Like he is not matching the determination of Zelensky and, no. and anyone in the globe. Everyone can see that. Um, and you are the U.S. president. You're not just another member of NATO, by the way. I, I find right. that it's getting to be. Um, disturbing that they're so determined to every sentence out of in the mouth. The spokesperson, Jen Psaki, is like, with our allies and partners, it's not that anyone is thinking you're not working as a team, right. but I, you are the U.S., you know? I mean, you're, you're not uh, Moldova. You know, you're not. I mean, so you are the U.S., and I just think this is a pivotal week, really pivotal, Um, because obviously I think NATO is now projecting that they really, they don't know what to do. I think they have continued to allow Putin to be in the driver's seat, which is turning out to be grotesquely deadly as we're seeing. You're there, you're interviewing people. Um, you know, you've displaced, I think they're saying 10 million people, if you want to add it up of being displaced. I mean, this is historic level of just an an atrocity. So I just think that this is a a time that Biden to me has to project not only, and not only projected, John, they, there are more concrete things they have to do. And poor Zelensky night after night in his day after day in his, you know, video messages, there is more they can do. Um, You know, whether it is the military um, arsenal Yes, they are get now giving like, you know, I'd say very, um, very high level and deadly, you know, these kind of um, missile strike, anti-defense, I guess they call it, um, you know, military equipment. But yes. there is still this argument over the planes. Yes. Yeah. And Donna you know? Perry, I want to touch on that. And again, folks, we're speaking with uh, opinion making columnist Donna Perry. couple things and you're you're right on the money. The, the Biden people, they they. They weren't prepared for it. Even Jen Psaki saying, you know, America has one of the best militaries in the world. I mean, right. enough of putting us on the same plane with some of these other countries. Come on. When it comes to military equipment, technology, brilliance, I mean, we, we are in a league of our own. I would even say it's time for some of these briefings with the Pentagon. Biden, the, he and his team, uh, DJ, they just seem so fearful of provoking Putin. And I I thought of you today because something that a lot of the listeners would know, but I certainly remember, and that was that uh, the person you're listening to, Donna Perry, was living in New York City on 9-11 and expecting a child. And you had a little bit of a kind of a false alarm, whatever, but you ended up at Mm -hmm. the hospital on 9-11. I vividly remember you saying there were all these doctors and nurses and they were waiting and Suddenly, we were all the patients, and then you start to realize there was no one coming out of, out of the World Trade Center and Ground Zero. Today, when I was at the train station, everything that's going on and this bonding yeah. is so intense, and, and I was almost thrown, like, we're all the people. And there's a reporter I've started to talk to and get to know, this Italian guy, 
he said this this place should be packed but instead because the bombing is so bad now these people are trapped and they can't even get to the border right so that is even more horrifying as you're thinking like because the past few times that i've been there the train stations have i mean it well is that like, you wow, know the, John, the wednesday right. night before thanksgiving it's six o'clock when it's you know every train station is packed to the rafters with people traveling to get home for thanksgiving um but you just wonder donna perry you know when if i, I i'm still not convinced you you've been saying for months that biden need to get on a plane he's finally going to fly to brussels and then <laughs> right make the stop in poland but let's see what type of let's hope that he gets enough rest and he's you know he can perform at the he's highest a, level that he's right. capable of performing at well you know and john really the whole world is waiting and watching on yeah. this um and what you just referenced that that's exactly right it's chilling i, I always mm. remembered that when they said we didn't get any ambulances well, that yeah. meant no one was coming out alive from the That's buildings right. in 9-11. Well, what you have now, as you're saying, if the, play, if the trains are less full, that's very mm. chilling. It is. Um, and, J.D., because, of course, what, through the accumulation of three weeks, um, and, again, as we follow your terrific coverage, I mean, you know, the hospitals have been bombed. Um, there are not these humanitarian corridors, which was supposed to be a big demand that's right. um, and I would argue, John, where is the Biden? Or I would say this calls for this, not to be theatrics. Where is I want to know what staff member is pounding a table? You know, get get a guy on the, the phone and say, you know, and by the way, the U.S. president, he can talk to Putin. You had the president of France. They, these other That's people right. are trying to talk to him. They're acting like they're building it up like it's going to be this, you know, big moment of the universe. Get, get him and say, no. I am the president of the United States. Okay. You get yeah. him on a phone with me. Uh, and John, the, and again, the, you know, the war, which is very accurate. Um, and of course, Putin didn't like that. Biden's team needs to get tougher with their comments and stop being, you know, they're sort of fudging and they're so afraid to, like, they're talking about provoke him. It's like, I think the provoking has already occurred. If you would like to look at these um, level the same thing with the, the jets to the, you know, to Poland. And, and I right now you really have to wonder, um, you know, there was a missed opportunity at the State of the Union and, and everyone was saying he should have really focused more on Ukraine. It is it is dominating the United States. It's dominating the Biden presidency. It's dominating the yes. world. They seem like they're chasing the tail. And. And unfortunately, in this situation, and as, as you know, Biden is supposed to be Mr. Foreign Policy. And instead, yeah. every time you turn around, they're, they're, you know, backfilling of what two weeks prior, Jen Psaki would say, we're not going to do that. And suddenly they are talking about doing it. Right. And, and as some of the folks that are all these commentators, I think even like a Michael McFall, these are people who've worked for by the yeah. way, major the, Democrat administrations. Yes. I mean, they're on yep. TV saying everything they're doing is very late and it's, it's very slow to react. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm not that impressed with the defense chief, Lloyd Austin, who seems to take no. a very, you know, kind of slow, methodical, like they're treating this as if it's like some far off skirmish. I don't know. And, you know, John, right. like in, a, in Yemen, where they've had a war for years and it's just a new chapter. By most commentators I am following, you are following, they feel we're entering a much more dangerous new phase, which whatever yeah. that means by Putin's calculation. Um, mm. and, and I think the U.S. has to reach that point. He is not. It is not in his DNA. This man is not going to like what? Back down and go back to Moscow no. and say, oh, we did this. No. So number one, you, you really do have almost a fight to the death, if you will, which is a terrible phrase. But right. Like, I think there's a lot of indications that he is maybe, you know, saying I'm going all in on this no matter, you know, where this goes. So if that's the case, there's a lot of pressure to the White House and say, you got to take this up about 100 notches of, of where this is. And if it is that phase and it does seem to be that way. You know, I, I also think there's um, there's a lot of indications, J.D., like how can they even allow there to be some kind of a flimsy, quote, ceasefire agreement? He, he was just allowed to almost destroy a country that is on the back 
door of Europe. So in that context, right? Like, how do you then say, JD, like, oh, they can come to an agree, come to an agreement. Like, like, and where, where do you say there's not okay? Like in Zelensky, I think if the most recent um, development was that Moscow put some kind of a demand on your, it was, you know, your end of time, which is really where the action is, was like to say, you have to surrender what's left of that Maripol area Maripol, yes and Zelensky obviously said that's no. not going to happen and and so yeah. you know I think that's very troubling we're going to reach these more and more John irrational demands of Putin um, and if that is where yeah. we're at the U.S. needs a different playbook in my opinion like Biden they, they need a new playbook to say okay you know mm-hmm. we're going to have to do some things we didn't want to do and I also would just say from my perspective two cents perspective we not only have the best military in the world we have the best funded military um the military budget for the u.s as we all know and this is often argued about is larger than any other department of the u.s government um we have the best trained fighters so if they're to me how can we not how can this not be an instance where you would say the u.s to a certain degree has to go in I, I don't see how they can continue, like, for this to go on like this. So, Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. In the Brood Awakenings and discovered the Brood difference. Two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, they're local, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, Great comfortable chairs, delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings. We're speaking with opinion maker columnist. She is an independent. It's Donna Perry. DJ, I also find, obviously, um, I mean, the Biden administration, the the whole administration has just been behind the eight ball on this uh, Afghanistan was kind of a foreshadowing in some ways of how they would handle it. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Something that big tech, and again, it it does fall at the White House, is just how much behind the eight ball they were not prepared for the very aggressive propaganda being put out by Russia and and apparently China. Um, It is is really, uh, candidly, it has caught me off guard. Uh, People that that I, I... tend to think would be rational type thinking uh coming up with these outlandish conspiracy theories and it dominates and then you you see people you know stars conservative stars across the spectrum and this this weird infatuation in some way with putin and they're so quick to size biden but they won't mention putin but uh, again you know one thing that that putin apparently has always been very good at is the the information war. It is an information war. Yep. The big tech and certainly the, this administration, they, they seem completely, uh, you know, caught with their pants down, not expecting the type of reaction and how aggressively they have cultivated, you know, in the in the American public of getting these these false flags and this false information, this propaganda out that it is repeatedly all these different channels. It's I, I, I'm just sh- I'm actually shocked at just how effective the uh, the Russia China propaganda is. That's a great point, John, and you're right that that's a major major piece of of what we are seeing because it is well look uh, Putin's background the KGB in a way kind of invented yep. the, the, what they'd call the fog of yes. war, but also they invented you know this idea of the mind games and the confusion, and that was all you know through our youth and growing up, they turned those into movies because it was always like the spy, right? The confusion of who is the spy and who is the good, you know, and it was all that. That's all part of it. Um, It was all, that's the early goings of that kind of thing. And and he is from that. uh, And and the Russians and you, as you say, and the Chinese in today's technology with the social media, they have taken it up to such a level. And that's where these, uh, the bioweapon, um, you know, laboratory oh, story has yes. legs. It's out there. People are, are beginning to question, and it, there's there's not 
the way it is being portrayed and they're on social media. No. John, it's just not. We know that. But no, um, you know, it, it, so there's that thing. And then but they're trying to ride that story. And, and really and truly, it, it is troubling that, like, as you say, generally intelligent, educated people can actually believe what you believe Putin has like a point here or, do, you know, do yeah. you believe um, Putin has justification? Um, I'm sorry. Like, that's a really uh, troubling misreading of it. And again, that it does show in 2022 with the social media and they are now they, you know, that I think that's one angle of with Putin. He figures he'll just keep riding that out. Um, they're obviously from a, a country and a culture where they try to block what their own residents can actually know about the truth of what is really happening. And, you know, and prisoners, people get, go away and then they vanish and no one ever knows. So it's, it is very troubling as you say. And I definitely think, like you say, the tech companies, John, but now what they're seeing by the reaction of the West, they're trying to change public opinion, certainly in the U.S. even. Right. And they figure through social media and keep pushing out these odd stories that, you know, would try to make Ukraine like a criminal enterprise country. That's part of what's getting thrown around, right? That's so, right, yes. Um, and that's all to Putin's advantage to almost say, like, oh, they're not this innocent country with this, like, you know, very um, genuine and this kind of appealing president who, I mean, but which is why your, uh, the effort you made to travel there and the coverage is so important, John, because you're seeing there are millions of refugees because then yes. stories will say the refugees aren't real or something. It's terrible. Um, it is. And it is scary. And there are some some just people, final note, um, you know, that Tulsi Gabbard and Candace yeah. Owens, it, it is it is really puzzling. And, you, you know, you, you just think and, and maybe, you know, we come from a family in an era of I mean, when, when a country's at war, you're not even supposed to you're not even supposed to knock a president when he's on foreign right. soil and out of the country. You would right. It used to. Yeah that the country would kind of rally around. But my goodness, the, the, the people in the midst in repeating the, the Putin talking points. But I have also found, and again, folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry. I, I really think coming out of the pandemic, the people, you know what, they, they don't know what to believe anymore. They, they really don't. Yeah, that's it's a good point. The trust in media. And then in, in fairness, you know, the, the, the media, they did drop the ball. And the New York Post was right about that Hunter biden laptop not that that has anything to do with I the investigation, know. but it's another chink in the armor where then they yeah. say see there was something that was true they said it wasn't it all plays into it um we we are creating uh, and it's it's more people that believe this stuff than than people would people would be shocked by it um it it's it, it just throws me where i i actually step back like do, you know do you actually believe this stuff like right. it seems unimaginable but they do and they 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 completely have lost you know it it's it's fauci with the mask it's the trump it's like in threes the trump election and and now it's this and and the and people regular people are lost they don't know what to believe anymore and and i'm going to tell you candidly that president biden is not the one that's going to turn them around either Right. Well, That's well, not actually, happening. That, well, the problem is, is you just lay that out really well. It's like, you know, A leads to B leads to C. Um, yeah. I, I early, early on, and I'm sure you recall, and we've done these shows for a long time. I mean, yeah. I early on felt that Trump was getting into dangerous territory when That's he right. when the whole thing started and he was immediately saying uh, to begin to imply that the U.S. intelligence agencies and even the FBI are all corrupt. That's right. Can't, can't be believed. Yeah. Don't do anything good. Now, that is a lie because there is a lot of things that make this country safe. A lot of Americans who have time to be on social media throwing darts around. But you know what? It's because because of those, you know, like I'm sure you can have your arguments, but the FBI has to exist. <laughs> right. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't like a country without one. Um, and you certainly the intel agencies, as we've said, gone from childhood to our ages now, John, it, without the work that was done during the Cold War, you, you mm. wouldn't have the, the long lasting peace since World War Two. And a lot of people just don't want to hear that and want to accept that. Um, so I think that we are in this dangerous time to say, 
that, you know, and there is a lot of that coming from, again, certain commentators. I mean, um, Tucker Carlson, I'll give it, I mean, normally, I think he makes a point that journalists have a right to ask questions of difficult topics. There's no problem with that. However, you know, to say that, um, that like to really muddy the water to the degree that some of the stuff that's going on, and I don't see that you can be pro-Putin in the, at all and not in, in, in like this is happening really in front of your eyes like do you yes. do you not believe that this is occurring so very dangerous you're right and i think you know whether it's um facebook and, and twitter and i think a lot of the but then even the more the other social media that other people follow um that i don't oh, or yeah. tiktoks you I, know they, I, they chinese i'll, I'll tell like, you two of them yeah. gab and rumble it, it's yeah. all echo chamber it's all nonsense it's all conspiracy it's usually people that have been thrown off of the platforms and it's, so it's the landmass with toys yeah. but you'd be shocked the people that have businesses and education and they're yeah. sending me articles from these places that are it's clear just complete lunacy it's I, yeah. I'd like to say it's back when I used to work at IGA and you'd see the people buying the, the star magazine, national Enquirer. you know, the right. women met with Elvis in the grocery store and the, the, the Martians came down and the whole thing. It's just, a, it's a, a different level of it. But I, I'm also going to say, I think the Biden administration have done a lousy job in counteracting against a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. And, and that's, that's the problem. And, and some yeah. of the things we've seen that are, are lesser types of investigations, you know, it does look like, a, the, I mean, to say the justice department has been politicized by the way, by both sides through all different yes. presidents, that's, that's right. true. I, I would yep. never deny anyone saying that. So of course there's politics there. Um, as you say, the old axiom that has gone has gone used to be all politics stops at the water's edge. That yep. was really like a guy like John McCain would, would very solidly remind, you know, both, both parties and say, look guys, you know, if we have this conflict going on. And so, you know, I think that it, that piece of it, the propaganda war, is a is an increasingly very you know it's it's a disturbing part of this because if people cannot believe when they see millions of people who very are very clearly <laughs> being displaced by bombs um, dropping, you know, and you know what's going to come in a little while, John, that they're going to say is that a staged you know, movie set. Oh, like, I mean, they're already saying it. Now. They're already saying you know, that. Right. So are. that, that's, yeah. that's disgusting. I mean, when, when you, and again, you, you're right there. You've, you've met people I'm sure who are in a desperate situation oh um, and all your yeah. interviews. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it is it's, pivotal. We're going to take a quick break before we do that though. I, I also note where the, um, where, where Putin has been very effective is a lot of Trump people are under the impression that the two men were friends, that two men were kind of, you know, huh. they respected mm-hmm. each other. They were right. friendly. Um, that's problematic because they view Putin as almost like a Trump ally, which obviously he's not. Right. And the, so therefore they take sides with him against Biden. Um, again, I'm going to chalk that up to uh, effective propaganda by Russia and China. Um, former Governor Chris Christie, he was in New Hampshire, even said that some of the comments of former President Trump, he used the word dangerous. Um, other yes. people have used that. But I, I know the White House did have some TikTok influencers into the White House and they're trying to work with them. But I come back to Donna Perry. And, and again, I'm going to take a break. But something you have said, and it's what's missing is that speech. It's to the American people. Uh, you know, it took them a lot to even say the word war criminal. So it's, right. um, I, you know, it, it, he is who he is. We're going to take And I mean that about the president. Uh, yep. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Of the John DePietro Show brought to you by realtor Pat Elston. Call Pat today, 401-474-5253. There's a link right directly to her on the website, dipietro.com. Caldwell Banker Realty based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Pat services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Contact Pat Elston today, 401-474-5253, and you can find her right on the website, dipetro.com. My name is Anna. Anna. Um, and I'm Ukrainian. 
like I've been living in uh, Kiev for eight years, but originally I'm from Kharkiv region, from a small city in in a Kharkiv region, uh, which is uh, right now in a big danger as well. So um, I left Ukraine like mm, before, I guess in um, in four days before the war has started. Uh, so. I traveled, I visited France, and then the war has started, so uh, I came here for a while. Uh, yes, so my family are, is still there, and uh, I'm super worried about them. Uh, so, like, any minute uh, they could be in danger, but for now they are safe, so for now they are okay. Uh, what do you think of President Zelensky? I actually, I admire him a lot. For, for me, he's a hero, uh, and uh, especially comparing to the to the previous presidents, uh, he's the best right now. And the fact that he hasn't escaped from the country, that's also that's a big deal, you know. <laughs> so we wish him like strength, and um, I don't know. I I really believe in him. I believe that he. Uh, he will lead our country to the to the winning action. Now you have family that are still there right yes. now. Yes, all my family is there. Yes. And how come uh, they're not leaving? Because I mean, because of the obstacles. Because my grandma, uh, she's sick and she can't walk, and they they can't leave her, you know. And uh, unfortunately, uh, they they have to stay there. So all I, all I have to do is to, to be in contact like uh, all the time and uh, ask how they are. So it's, it's, of course, it's really intense and it's really uh, difficult for me right now. But um, as, I, as I told you before, uh, so far they are safe and I hope it will remain like this. Do they, what can you tell us when you talk to them? Is, it, is there bombing? Is there... Uh, for now, they, they live in a small city, uh, like it's uh, 100 kilometers away from Kharkiv. Kharkiv is in danger right now, you know that, right? And also some small cities as well, but uh, the city I'm from, uh, it's safe for now. But who knows uh, what will come next, you know? So, do you, How do you communicate with them? Uh, I'm in touch on the phone. Uh, I'm talking to my mom. Um, so I'm calling her all the time. I'm talking to her like on the phone, of course. <laughs> and and uh, do you mind if I ask you, like, what do you think of Putin? Um, okay, so as uh, every Ukrainian, I guess right now we we hate him, and we actually, to be honest, uh, as I can uh, say it on behalf on, of my people, we actually want him dead. So I think the world does. America does. Does it make you feel better that America and the world is uniting behind Ukraine? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Maybe you know why? Because I think other countries, they can help us more. Uh, I mean, they can close the sky. I know it's, it's a big danger for them as well. The no-fly zone. You'd like it closed. Yes. I think it's it's a big danger for them. It's maybe they are scared a lot to do that because of Putin, because of this big Russian empire, and uh, because of their army. I don't know because of the nuclear um, uh, weapon. But I mean, maybe it's the best way for for us, and it's the best way for uh, European and American countries as well, country as well, because uh, that's how you can also protect yourself. You know not only Ukrainians. So that's my point of view. No. And it's good. Um, can you tell us a little bit more, your, your family right now, because your grandmother, they're not gonna leave or they feel it's still safe? Mm. So my family can't move because of my grandmother, right. because okay. she's sick. Okay. Now let's talk, we have um, some people that are here that just escaped and um, I think we'll just say, what, what, what is your name? And how old are you? Seventeen. 
And uh, do you go to school? Uh, yes, I go to school. Okay. And uh, and this is your mom. My name is Olga. Okay. And you, you were living whereabouts? Mm. Where, where were you living? Yeah, Розкажіть, коли ви вирішили покинути країну? Ми приїхали до Львова, з Києва приїхали до Львова і побули декілька днів і зрозуміло, що треба взагалі звідси там. Взяли собачок, двох собачок і приїхали, приїхали сюди до Польщі. So they've been in Kiev uh, and after the war has started, they decided to move to Lviv uh, in, in three days, I guess. Uh, they took two dogs with them and then uh, they came to Lviv and from Lviv they came here. They're beautiful dogs. What are your dogs' names? Як звуть собачок? Берта і Белла. Німецька вівчарка. Вона з... Берта і Белла. Берта і Белла. Берта і Белла. І ви, ваш чоловік, працюєте в Києві? Ви та ваш чоловік працюєте в Києві? Так, чоловік зараз знаходиться в Америці. Uh, the husband uh, is currently in the United States. Oh, okay. Now, um, ha- okay. how is their home right now uh, back in Ukraine? Uh, so far it's okay, it's, it's safe. Yeah. How long did it take you to get out of there? А скільки часу зайняло, щоб дістатися сюди? Ну, тобто з Києва до Львова чи зовсім виїхати з країни? Two days, yes. And how did you how did you get out of Ukraine? А як ви виїхали за допомогою чого, мабуть, поїзд, він має на увазі чи машина чи You drove out by your car. By car. And was that what was that journey like? Як була поїздка, ну, тобто він, він запитує, яка була поїздка важка чи see here some of the destruction. So on the 20 on the 24th uh, when everything has started uh, they were they were moving from Kiev and uh, meanwhile they were they were hearing some uh, some bombs and some sh- shootings. Mm-hmm. As soon as they heard it, they decided to to go to Lviv because it was dangerous. In Lviv, it's it's not. It's not so stable right now. It's also mm, not safe, you know, because. Yes, because on the 25th of uh, February, uh, so there were no bombs uh, for, for back then, but uh, on that day they shoot it uh, like the mm, military area or something, the, the building with uh, the army. And they shoot it. Uh, they shoot like ten people, right? Or yes. Ten people. Yes. In Lviv. So that's why they decided. So that's why they were scared, and that's why. Mm-hmm. So they realized it's not safe there, 
and they decided to uh, to go here. So her husband said that they needed to to get out from the country immediately, but they decided to to go to V first, and then you know. And and how many members of their family? So mother, father, who is in the United States, uh, and two sons. Uh, one is here, and another oh. one is uh, Warsaw, and two dogs. <laughs> and uh, the, the, what are, can they talk about how the men, uh, 18 to 60, have to stay and fight? Можете ви розповісти, як чоловіки з 18 до 60 років повинні залишитися в Україні і воювати? Я теж. Could you come again with the with the question? Чи знаєте ви таких чоловіків? Це я неправильно почула. Чи знаєте ви таких чоловіків, які залишилися воювати тим, що тим, яким від 18 до 60 років? All the people they know. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the people they know, they they left there because I mean it's not allowed for them to go out. Uh, yes. Uh, you are like uh, military obli- ob- obliged, I guess. Obli- obliged. No. Obliged. Obliged. Yes. Їх не призивають зараз у тих молодих 18 років. Беруть тільки перша лінія, перша хвиля. Військовослужбовці, які в АТО їздили. Тобто їх беруть, а таких молодих 18 років не беруть, щоб вони взагалі нічого не знають. Це вже буде більше лінія мобілізації. Ага, зараз, мабуть, перша лінія мобілізації. Тобто вони беруть тільки uh who've been in this field you know who've been uh, working or who are aware of everything you know and maybe the second and then the third and the fourth lines uh they would be like um about those uh, those men who are younger uh who weren't in this field uh, or like ordinary people you know for now it's it's only about professional uh, professional men. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do some of your friends or some of your friends? Portion of the John DePietro show brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You know, delicious food inside the Lodge Pub and Eatery, a tradition since 1994. Also, check out the beautiful new deck that they've added. Hey, they're going to have some nice seating out there, and also they'll do the igloos. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln.